Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Connection Revealed, Part 2. September 19th, 2063. White Sands Army Base, New Mexico, North American Province. 7 a.m. local time. Michelle stared at the mirror for a long moment. She did not like what she saw. Her color was off, the bags under her eyes were too pronounced, and a thin line was visible between her eyebrows. You're getting old, she thought. Michelle sighed and stepped away from the sink. She needed to eat breakfast before doing her face and hair. She walked into her small living room and immediately noticed the threatening clouds that filled the horizon above the base. A perk of being in charge was getting the top floor apartment with large windows. Not that this was some fancy loft at the top of a skyscraper. Michelle was on the third floor of the only multi-story building on the base. She pulled open the kitchen cabinet and grabbed a box of breakfast powder. Michelle didn't have the time or energy for fresh fruit and granola today. That was a treat for days she felt like she had earned one. Her watch dinged and let her know she had her first meeting in less than 90 minutes. Michelle was already aware of this, but the notification still made her switch to a higher gear. She quickly poured the powder into a bowl, added some milk and stirred. She ate as she walked around her living room, thinking about what she needed to get done today. Michelle wanted to make up for her less-than-optimal productivity yesterday. I wish I could get the sign-off for that recon mission already, she thought, chewing grumpily. Michelle had been trying to get a new plan to attack the rebels approved for weeks. She had grown increasingly frustrated as the global government had stalled and stalled and stalled. We're letting these terrorists live their lives happily ever after, she thought and swallowed. An image of Louise laughing like a dork flashed through her mind. Her jaw clenched even more. It had been over two years since her ex had deserted and become a traitor living in rebel territory. Not a day went by without Michelle fuming about that. She was so angry at Louise for what she had done to her. Nothing had been the same for Michelle since Louise had joined the Fire Blue terrorists. Even though her superiors had assured Michelle that this would not reflect on her, Michelle knew that was bullshit. The personal link between her and Louise would forever put a break on her career. It didn't matter that several investigations had cleared Michelle from any wrongdoing. She had been lucky the army had still allowed her to become this base's commander. They could have found a way to throw her out or exile her to some place she didn't want to be. Still. This post had been far from a promotion. The only reason Michelle didn't see this as a demotion was that she had wanted this job. For one reason only, though. She wanted to get as close to the enemy as possible. She personally wanted to make sure that the rebels' lives got more difficult every day. And one day, she would make sure to lock up Louise Thomas and throw away the key forever. She hadn't told her superiors any of this, of course. Instead, she came up with a story about wanting to return to the basics as an army officer. They had barely listened to her, 
approving her transfer all too willingly, happy to get her out of their sight. It had been six months since she had moved here. Her work had been frustrating so far, often downright infuriating. The previous base commander had been anything but strict on security. He clearly didn't take this position as seriously as Michelle did. Michelle knew how important this position was. She didn't understand why her superiors didn't. This base was closest to rebel territory. If the Fire Blue rebels left their territory, the army would hunt them down from here. If the army ever decided to attack them, this is where the drones would go up in the air from. Michelle narrowed her eyes as she recounted the many ways she had had to tighten the screws around here. Officers that didn't even wear their uniform properly. Civilian scientists walking on and off the base as if this was their lab. The list of protocol breaches had been endless. But not anymore. Michelle had put an end to all of it. She had made an example out of a few people, and now everyone feared or respected her. Things were turning around on the base. They were ready to start fighting the rebels more proactively again. If they finally allow me to, Michelle thought as she swallowed the last of her breakfast. She walked back into the kitchen and put the bowl in the sink. Yesterday's bowl was still right there as well. She knew this was ridiculous and a lapse in discipline, but she had bigger issues to focus on right now. Still, an uncomfortable feeling followed her into the bathroom as she continued her morning routine. Michelle switched on the mirror light to get a better look at her skin. That didn't help to make her feel better at all. Her skin seemed thinner and paler these days. The light of the bathroom flickered. She looked up and frowned. That had never happened before. She would have to let maintenance know about it. Yet another thing she would have to follow up on. She sighed and grabbed her skin cleanser. September 19th, 2063. Outside White Sands Army Base, New Mexico, North American Province. 7.50 a.m. local time. Jade rubbed her forehead as she waited. The dark clouds had come much, much closer. The storm was closing in on her. She should have headed back to the base a long time ago. In fact, she shouldn't be out here in the first place. She wasn't allowed to leave the base when a storm was forecasted that day. Not that the army was concerned with her safety, per se. They worried more about the people they would have to send into the storm to try to rescue her. Jade couldn't blame them. She understood that no other lives should be at risk. She just wished they'd let her sign a waiver so she could decide for herself if she would come out here and risk her life. She felt like she knew what she was doing. There was a cave not too far from here where she could take shelter if necessary. She had found it by accident about a year ago. She suspected animals used it to hide from the storms. That's why Jade hadn't told anyone about the cave. If she shared this type of finding, it was only a matter of time before the army or one of her fellow scientists found a way to use the cave. Innocent wildlife then lost yet another part of their habitat. Jade had seen this happen too many times. A notification sounded and Jade looked at the screen. 
another error. This was the fourth measurement station that had failed to run a test this morning. This is what she had feared and why she had defied the army's rules. She had wanted to see if yesterday's malfunction would persist and spread. Jade straightened, grabbed the monitor and slid it into her bag. She really needed to get out of here. There was no time to figure out what was going on. Without further analysis, she would have to share the limited information she had with the global team. Jade felt a sense of unrest in her gut she descended the metal stairs. What if the problem wasn't her monitor, but the power station's malfunctioning? She knew it was far-fetched, especially since no one had reported any power outages. Still, her gut told her something big might be going on. She stopped halfway down the stairs and pursed her lips. The wind was already picking up. The rain would follow soon. But an idea had just popped into her mind and it was hard to resist. She tightened her fingers around the metal railing. After a moment, she made up her mind and turned around, hurrying back up the stairs. There was another program she could run. It would download all the data that was usually analyzed by the monitor automatically. Jade technically wasn't supposed to download the data unless she was explicitly asked by the project lead. Nothing was implemented to stop her from doing it without authorization, though. She mounted her monitor again, quickly tapping the screen to start the program. It should only take about five minutes to get all of it on her device. Jade could then take the data back to her office and analyze it manually there. The process was laborious, but it was better than doing nothing until the storm had passed. Jade squatted down, hoping she'd be less noticeable on the cameras. She was surprised she hadn't gotten a call yet. She had expected one the moment she left the base very early this morning. She glanced at her watch and saw that no notifications were waiting for her there either. Jade was sure she would get in trouble for being out here this morning. The question was when, not if. I only need a few more minutes before they start freaking out, she thought and peered at the screen. With a bit of luck and a bit more time, she might be able to send the global team some more helpful information. She didn't know why she was taking all of these risks. She just had a feeling she needed to. Thunder grumbled in the distance. Jade looked up at the dark sky and wrinkled her nose. The ride back with the pod would be tricky. If the rain reached her before she was back inside the base, she wouldn't be able to see anything and she would have to rely solely on the pod's sensors to find a safe way home. Come on, she mumbled as she watched the progress bar move slowly. The wind was already tugging at Jade's hat. She pulled it down so it would sit more snugly. Jade focused on her breathing as she waited for the download to finish. She cursed out loud when the process bar stopped moving at 94%. Just when she was about to grab the monitor and flee, the bar started moving again. Jade hesitated. She estimated that she could make it to the cave in time if she left within the next 10 minutes. But she would have to explain where she had taken shelter. It was better to go now and aim for reaching the base. The download was at 97%. Her hands hovered above the device. A drop of rain splashed on her hand and she cursed again. Still, she couldn't bring herself to grab the machine and run. 
Jake barely heard the notification sound that announced a complete download. She unmounted the monitor, breathing hard. Big drops of rain were falling every few seconds now. The rain had started pouring when she finally made it to the pod. She had a long, dangerous journey back to the base ahead of her. This was Connection Revealed Part 2. Thank you everyone who contributes to the success of this podcast um, by supporting me financially or telling your friends about it. It's all, um, it all helps. So thank you so much. I could not keep doing this without your help. Thank you. All right. That's it for this episode. I'm keeping it short because um, I'm recording this on September 7th. And uh, by the time you hear this, it's a lot later in September and I'm enjoying a vacation. But the next episode should be out in two weeks for you. I'm going to come back and immediately start working on it. Um, maybe, you know, probably think a lot about it during the vacation as well, because, you know, this story lives in my mind. So keep an eye out for the next episode on the website. I usually release it a bit earlier there or on Keybase. And a Keybase tip, it has different channels. So our group has different channels. And if you go to channel latest episode, that's where you find the link to the episode a few days early, usually. So yeah, see you there. And uh, thank you for spending time with me. I'll see you soon. <laughs>